everyone. This is Edo Ninja. And this is Crunch. And you are now listening to the Storm Connect podcast, published by the Central Arts Network. We talk about gaming topics and anime series of our own interests, like Ruby, Final Fantasy, Persona 5 Royal, and so on forward. The goal that we aim to accomplish on every episode is to provide insights on these subjects that are usually overlooked to spread awareness and learn more. So, um, if you have not been popping in Twitter for whatever A to B to C reason, and especially through the Storm Connects Twitter, uh, well, you can see that we have another surprise, the fact that we're doing an episode literally today and publishing today, <laughs> all due to the amazing news that we just had to, like, push whatever the fuck that we were doing to come together, because we have to talk about this. There's many, many such to talk about, especially for the shit that was dropped yesterday uh shout out to tga the game awards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you take the honors for this one bro i don't even okay so if you guys listen to it already i kind of came out with a podcast sort of you know kind of kind of talking my smack about the recent nintendo news and i'm still <laughs> holding on to that okay i know this character that just got released is like amazing but i still stand by what i said and if you missed it you can check it out it's on the it's on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, and all that stuff. But uh, today we got like I I don't even know how to describe this character, bro. It's insane that this is even in the game. This is a character that I set to the side, thought it was impossible. I know I said ever, anyone could get in, but there I feel like there are rules to this. But fuck my rules, because apparently Sephiroth is in Smash Brothers now. What? So, uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast episode and not to the previous one uh, that Crunch uploaded earlier today for, you know, I don't know how you missed it, but I guess you missed it anyways. So, let me give you the quick 401 real quick. Um, When I was listening to the podcast episode, uh, you know, I was just scrolling Twitter here and there while I was, like, doing my work because, you know, I was, like, simultaneous, you know, doing things. And he brought up... <laughs> I thought that was so funny because, like, you know, at someone near at the end of the episode or, like, someone in the middle, he mentioned about, like, you know, of when Nintendo will get their act together. Like, you know, maybe of, like, may- maybe making some type of statement by the time that, like, another fighter is about to be revealed. And then, you know, yesterday they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're dropping a fighter. And I'm just like, oh. Oh, so so about what you said yesterday and about what's about to happen. Yeah, uh, you, you, you good there, friend? <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh, my God, you really would do that in a time like this. But I won't be mad at you because I am kind of curious, like, what character you're going to come out with. But, like, as I just did my podcast episode, bro, are you actually out of your mind? Like, come on, <laughs> give me some room to, like shit on you guys a little bit (laughs) so i was like all right no matter who this is still standing by what i said but like oh my god i i'm just gonna tell my side of it i was in a call with a friend not expecting much there was a lot of talks about like i don't even know why y'all think this but jonesy from fortnite and smash maybe some like me costume rep but like that is cap (laughs) that is cap Whoever thinks that is going to be an actual character... Actually, I shouldn't even say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to jinx it. But you know what? That's yeah, what no, I think. no, don't, don't, no. <laughs> I would actually jinx that. If I if I jinx that, I'm not going to look forward to that episode that comes out in the future. But oh, God, the no. trailer literally, like, opens up. And I'm thinking, like, okay, this is, like, overly cinematic. And I actually thought it was Monster Hunter because, of, like, the landscape, like, with the mountains and everything. And, like, people were fighting on the ground. And I was like, oh, 
this could actually be monster hunter which that would actually be a really cool rep i would not mind that but then i kept watching and then you know galim gets cut in half and i'm like okay whoever cut that man in half got a big ass sword and then one winged angel played and i i literally flipped my shit my chair was on the ground my my setup was fucked up you know my monitor was like crooked as all hell i'm like freaking out going ape shit as if a caveman discovered fire for the first time i couldn't believe it <laughs> i'm just in shock man said discovered fire for the first time. <laughs> i am the caveman of this household so um so i i, I guess i'll suppose uh i'll indulge of my reaction of you know my circumstances and to the environment all right so um uh, of course like I, I figured they were gonna start off uh the game awards with the uh the smash trailer because like you know they like nintendo pretty much specified it was gonna be at four o'clock on the dot like sure like it could be like vague in some way but because of that i was like okay like they they, they literally specified a time right there i'm pretty sure that they're gonna like have it as the opening act because you know they're gonna make us like if they do that then they're gonna make us stick around for whatever they have to offer for the game awards and unfortunately that tactic kind of worked even though i kind of like slept through that but anywho um so i was scared right like except yeah. for like the the environment it like you know it just looked like it looked like the same environment for basically of what we saw into the actual smash game but with that type of aesthetic and like what was happening, I was like, "Oh my god, don't tell me they're actually bringing Sora to, from Kingdom Hearts." Because yeah, that that it like what that could actually look like the Keyblade graveyard, like you know, with the coloring and stuff like that. The sky, I'm like, "Oh my god!" And there have been many times where this motherfucker used the power of waking. You know, if you don't know what that is, don't fucking worry about it. But all I'm gonna say is that motherfucker shooting up a stupid light beam from his keyblade or whatever. I thought that's exactly what was gonna happen, but I guess that, like, you know, it is what it is, you know? But, but no, I, I was happy that One Wing Angel played instead. No, I, that, that was the most wild shit that ever happened. I was like, dude, what? What is this? And, Oh god, like I, I just remember I, I literally woke up. I was like half asleep because I, I was doing work and such, but that woke me the fuck up. And my mom came in. She came in with so much concern and she told me that she could hear me from the garage and she was just getting out of the car and that was the funny part and she smacked me on the head because she thought I was getting attacked by a burglar or something. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I even asked my parents, I was like, Y'all didn't just hear that like bloody murder screaming from the top? And they were like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, so, but you can hear me at, like, 3.30 in the morning when I'm quietly whispering, playing, like, pot or something. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. I, get, I get where yeah. you're from now. I see where your priorities lay now in your listening ability. Uh. That's okay. But, dude, like, you know what's crazy? Like, I, I was watching a Twitter video, like, about a couple months ago of, like, you know, when people make, like, fan-made, like, trailer starters and, like, one of them was literally, like, if One-Winged Angel started playing, but it played, like, for literally half a second. It was just the first note. <laughs> and, like, when that happened in the trailer, I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks, you know what's crazy? So his model in the game, so, like, in the CGI cutscene, it looks, like, very close to, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. But you know how he has that, like, dark, like shade on his eyes on the actual character model it kind of looks like him from like the original game it's almost like they mixed 
two aesthetics, like the 3D modeling of the current and then that like that vintage look of his face. Do you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I do. Like, they pretty much, like, did a huge, uh, great job. Like, it, it was mostly avid children aesthetics that they were taking, uh, notes from. Which, I mean, based on, to like, how they, like, I saw, like, Twitter posts that they paralleled everything, and I'm like, oh my god, they did what they did. Holy shit. Yeah, because, like, I, for the fact that it looked like that, like, I remember I've seen, like, Sephiroth with, like, um, not darker eyes like the pupils themselves but like around him it almost looks like he has like eye shadow or something like that's just to make him look more menacing i would assume but it it has that on his character model and i was like oh that's so sick and it it, it looked he looks so good in this game too like i i'm actually shocked like i just keep forgetting how great the models are in this game like whether it's from the character renders themselves or like the actual in-game models like they do such a good job bringing that charm to the game and they literally did that for Sephiroth and I cannot wait literally this is the first thing I'm gonna do I don't give a shit about testing his moves okay I'm gonna slow walk from the right side of the stage to the left side of the stage while I'm playing one winged angel I'm gonna do it I'm gonna watch him slow walk towards cloud and I'm going to squeal like a little girl <laughs> no just the minute that it's about to drop into our Nintendo Switches, our copies of Smash, I, I, I'm I, gonna be in disbelief, man. Honestly, like, this th this entire shot, again, we I have not felt like this. Arguably, if you wanna say this, then probably Steve, because Steve was a literal, a literal wild card. But yeah, that yeah. was, that, this type of big shockwave, I have not felt like this since Joker's reveal. That's how great it was. Yes! Yeah, because with Joker, like, that was, Honestly, I don't, dude, if I had to rank it between, like, Sephiroth and Joker, like, that would be so close in terms of shock value, because, like, who would have expected an Atlas rep to get into Smash, but at the same time, who would have expected the main third-party villain? And keep in mind, this is the first ever third-party villain that has gotten into Smash, and it's Sephiroth. Yeah, no, and, okay, here's the thing that I, I spoke about this with everybody, like, um... Sephiroth, like, literally because of how Cloud was done dirty into Smash 4 and in Smash yeah. Ultimate, you know, we were like, okay, like, Square Enix is very stingy with their fucking properties here, except if it's Dragon Quest. They want to promote the shit out of Dragon Quest no matter fucking what, but if it's Final Fantasy, if it's Kingdom Hearts, nah, uh-uh, they might be stingy as hell with that. Near Automata as well, maybe. That's just kind of stretching it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, seeing another Final Fantasy 7 rep. Final Fantasy in general. And, you know, we, we get another stage. We get another Final Fantasy 7 stage. What is... <laughs> no. It, like, now that we get this, I better, please, please, give me the actual proper song treatment for Smash Ultimate. Please. I do not want two tracks. I don't want three. No. I need more than ten. You cannot play with me on this. Like, okay. If it doesn't come re from Remake, fine. I'm okay with that. Just, you, you cute. I've been children, one-winged angel. I want to have that in my goddamn copy. Like, please. And especially, like, just just give me the reason to enjoy this game again, please. Just, the soundtrack will do justice to it. Just, I don't, I, I don't want the two. Just, just please. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, I, I wanted to save this for this episode because we were talking a little bit before, but, like, so, I feel like the reason that 
Cloud didn't get as much coming into 4 or Ultimate is because keep in mind that roughly at the same time that Cloud got announced, this was also the same time that the remake was confirmed. Like there was a confirmed remake being made back in like 2015. And I almost feel like they didn't want to give too much content to that because they were putting more effort into the remake and maybe didn't want to like share some more material for Smash. Maybe they just kind of thought of it as like, oh yeah, Cloud's in. All right, two songs and then we're good. But I feel like because they're adding Sephiroth, I think this is their way of telling us like, okay, I know we didn't include a lot for Cloud, but like now we will include content for Sephiroth. And I'm really hoping that's the case because I feel like now we're bound to get one winged angle. This is 110% confirmed. Like the, the song was in the trailer, similarly to like every other character reveal, there's always like a new remake or custom theme that they have. And I feel like they're gonna add maybe that and a couple more songs because a big community complaint, like not even just from the competitive scene, but also like a casual player, which is the target audience for this game, is that there were not a lot of Final Fantasy songs. So Final Fantasy fans were not really being brought to justice um, with the lack of songs and content and whatnot. So now with Sephiroth, I feel like we're gonna get a spirit board, which could represent some characters. We're gonna get more music and literally, ooh, the new stage is so fire. I want to talk about the new stage because I saw like a like a Twitter thread kind of talking about like, this was competitive by the way, but they were talking about like, oh, we could just replace Kalos with this. I'm like, no, we can add to this. Are you kidding me? Like, if you think about it, hazards off, this stage would probably be legal because it's a flat stage. There's two platforms on the left and right side, similarly to Kalos, if any of you like know what that stage is. And please, it's, it's built kind of like um like Final Destination. It's like a mix between Final Destination and Kalos. And I seriously think that could be legal, but this is going to be bullshit because I've heard this argument several times and you could apply this to Final Destination and yet it's legal. Distracting backgrounds. Obviously, it's going to be like pretty vibrant and colorful and like all over the place because it's Final Fantasy and wherever that location is because I'm pretty sure that's like what we're seeing in the trailer is like farther out into like the Final Fantasy story or like way farther into the game. But like, of course it's gonna have a lot going on in the background, but I don't think it's gonna be distracting to the point where it's like unenjoyable. You know what I mean? Like, cause like even on Final Destination, I can still play the game. And like, even on like the brightest parts of the stage, it only lasts for like a second or two. And then you're back to playing normal. Right. <sighs> Please. Like, if, if this stage actually gets legalized for tournaments and such, I, I'd be 100% okay with this. I was a little bit salty that Mementos wasn't, but I, I, I will gladly take this. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I wanted Mementos legal too, and then I realized people were complaining about slants with, like, Castle Siege, because that was a popular complaint. But I... Because, like, in Brawl, I'm pretty sure that stage was, like, either legal or just casually played on in, like, friendlies and whatnot, but... Yeah, I, I wish that Memento stage was legal too, because like the colors and everything were perfect and it would look pretty on like a like a tournament setting, all that type of stuff. But yeah, I oh my god, I'm so hyped for this stage because I genuinely believe that this could be like our first legal DLC stage. Because typically when we get a new stage, it is not legal. Because let's let's bring the rundown here. Joker was given Mementos, we already talked about that. And then we have Hero, and his stage is not legal because it can drop items and like there's a bunch of like stage hazards and special effects banjo is not legal because that should just be turning like a fucking wheel you know 
Now that shit wanna make right. me throw up. Like, <laughs> it's so, like, it just turns and, like, there's, like, some stage hazards on there and whatnot. Terry stage, like, do I even need to explain? It's a flat stage, like, it's a walk-off, and on top of that, there's, like, a wall, and you could, like, automatically die, even if you were able to live on, like, other stages. Byleth is just, no, because that should just be transforming and rolling out all over the place. Like, I don't even know what the fuck going on on that stage. Uh, right. Now, Min Min's was close. It was super close. Min Min's was close because of the fact that, like, um, it was similarly, like, laid out kind of like Kalos. I think it did have a top platform. It not, if not, it just had two side platforms. But they were close to the ground, which I thought was really cool. Because um, I felt like characters like Little Mac and like maybe other characters that are smaller with like a lower height and jump could like, you know, they could jump onto platforms and that'd be a great counterpick for characters like that. But then apparently we found out like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was something about the stage that just wasn't legal and like you couldn't, you couldn't just get by it. And so that was banned, unfortunately. Um, Steve mm. was banned as Steve stage was banned as well and am I like forgetting a character this game has so many characters now I feel like I'm forgetting someone it was just Min Min and Steve right yes uh, for the lineup for two yes yeah oh my god that was only the third character wow yep. we have three which more which means we yep three more to go oh my god we only have three more I felt like we had like two more okay that's awesome I forgot there were so six yeah, what you brought up earlier, I actually just, like, this kind of came into my mind. Uh, I do see why you say that for, uh, of, like, you know, they wanted to see, like, how the cloud treatment would do and such, which, I mean, that's when they were having the, like, the whole long, lengthy term process for mm. Remake, because, you know, they, they hired uh, CC2, the developers for Naruto Storm, and obviously, like, you know, they got fired, but we all know how that happened. But anywho, um... <laughs> Originally, I thought Cloud was going to be the compromise for uh, the popular character pick that what a lot of people actually wanted as a square rep, Sora. Uh, I thought they wanted to test this out with Cloud, and that's exactly what they were going to settle with, probably. Um, and I thought, like, literally when he got into Ultimate, it's like, okay, well, since they pretty much kind of agreed to him as well to, for him to get into Ultimate, I thought that, like... They would give him a little bit more better treatment, at least just by a smidge. No, this already made it up for it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, my thing with Sora is, like, at this rate, like, this is, I'm gonna say this, like, Sephiroth was one of, like, my secret picks for this game because I, I'll admit it, I wasn't a believer. Like, I already said it before, like, I didn't expect him to get in and he got in. And now I'm in that, like, euphoric state where, like, I really don't care who gets in. You want Jonesy in this game? Fuck it. Like, fine whatever i got my pick but the thing with sora for me is like he's i have very conflicting thoughts about him because i'm not like a big fan of like current kingdom hearts lore and like the the games recently have just been very lackluster so it also it almost makes me like resent sora especially like with the way he was in three which we had already talked about before i'm pretty sure but on top of that like he would be a he'd probably be the next groundbreaking character like if people reacted the way they did to sephiroth like if they added sora that would be the number one most talked about character to ever be added in smash because it is a constant coin flip for people oh my god he'd be so sick 
no, that would suck. You know what would happen if Disney were involved in this game? And it's like, I don't really know how much involvement Disney would have with this game if they added Sora. Because, like, I don't know how this works out. Because it's like, you know, Square Enix and Disney both are part of Kingdom Hearts. Because, you know, there are Disney characters. And Sora is part of this, too. So, technically, he's kind of, like, you know, shared between Square Enix and Disney. But it's like... I don't know how he would work in Smash in terms of like that share. Like, would this would this truly affect tournaments? Would the music be, you know, <laughs> as we've had the problem on uh, Twitch lately, the whole DMCA shit? Like, would there be issues with his music in the game? Like, and how would people react? Because that is such a controversial character to add in a game like this. Yeah, no, you're right. There is a lot of share into this. Like, you know, there's Square, and then there's Disney, and, and ultimately, of course. One more share, which is, of course, I mean, he's already part of Square Enix anyways, but Tetsuya Nomura, because regardless, Sakurai has already mentioned, well, I don't remember if it was Sakurai that mentioned this, but, like, there was somebody that mentioned, like, ultimately, like, if Sora were to get in, like, they would have to, like, do everything, of course, of what Nomura thinks that would be best that would fit to Sora's style as of how he would in the uh, original games, which I don't think that would be a problem, especially to how they've been giving these special treatment to the DLC lineup. Um... It just really depends on how they do their compromises here and there. But it, it's a lot of hassle work, really, essentially. Yeah, and, like, another thing, too, is, um, like, in the in the very last moments of the Sephiroth trailer, um, this dialogue was kind of conflicting to me because it it's like a, it's like a wide shot, I guess, of, you know, Cloud and Sephiroth standing back to back after they kind of duke it out for a bit. And then it cuts to Cloud saying, stay where you are, or stay where you belong in my memories. And then Sephiroth turns and says, I will never be a memory. And like, you know, what game links to memories? So I'm just saying like- Okay, hold on. No, 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 Hold on, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. No, 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 no. I can 100% attest to this. That does not have any links or correlation to it. it. It might be a stupid stretch. I see your point on that, but that was literally like the Lions reference from freaking Advent Children movie. I yeah, promise yeah, you that no, no. much. That's the stretch I was trying to make. I wanted to see no, if people would catch no. on to it. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh God, no. But please, especially for like what, like the game that we got earlier this year uh, for Kingdom Hearts. No, please, no. I can't have this. I'm I know. tired of this. I honestly like. If I'm being honest. Despite the stretch that I just made there, like, I, I don't know if I really want him in this game because, like, I'm not really about sacrificing, like, the amount of controversy behind that character. Like, if he doesn't get added in Smash, I feel like it's, like, a thing that's, like, wow, he didn't get added into Smash. I'm Angie's. I'm going to go on Twitter, complain, and then move on. But if he gets added into Smash, that is a long-term effect. And, like, you know a character of that caliber would be good in a game like Smash Ultimate. Oh, my. Yeah. No, you have a point there. Um, it, I'll put it this way. If Sora gets in, he gets in. I'm not, like, too crazy about it like I was in the past before. Mm-hmm. It's just that, oh, God. I I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's like what Crunch said earlier. It will be the number one talked about thing, especially for, like, if him how, being, like, the number one popular character pick for like among with the community at this point it's just too much man like you know it's one thing to add characters like you know because smash is all about like breaking the the standards like 
Before Ultimate, it was Ridley's too big. They probably forgot about K. Rule. Banjo was owned by Microsoft. Simon or the Belmonts would be like kind of a shocker pick, and then Sephiroth, his sword is too big. But now look, literally all those characters I just listed are in this game now, and it's like kind of hinting at like dude really anyone could get into this game no matter who you are like you could seriously get in if your voice is heard or if the character's big enough but man like i'm gonna keep saying it it's too controversial to add sora there's way too many circumstances that would be met with his arrival in smash like i i don't know that that's a super dangerous character to add in a game like this i don't know how um audiences would receive this like there would be a lot of hype and people that do like kingdom hearts would love to see sora in this game but my issue is like competitively and like what we can do in tournaments with him like is he banned solely because of the fact that he's owned by disney and like we don't want to risk that or like banned just because he's going to be too good at the game it's like i don't know that if that day comes I will be in a bomb shelter. <laughs> like, I will be hiding <laughs> from the crowd. Oh, no, you and I, 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 I don't know. Well, actually, I know where I will be. I will be destroying the source mains with my Sephiroth. Oh, so I you're going to be outside. I'm going to be outside. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I, I was a true Kingdom Hearts veteran since, like, since I was six years old. Fight me. I will literally bring out the power of fucking Genova in this bitch. Do not fuck with me. <laughs> Bro. Damn, you're going to be outside and I'm going to be inside just chilling, playing Sephiroth while everybody's losing their shit. It's going to be chaos. Well, look, at, for, for me, at least, I do not mind of taking the pleasure of breaking people's hopes and dreams. <laughs> just like what Sephiroth said in the trailer, like, you know, let's finally bring dis despair into Smash. That line is so fire. I'm so glad it, he said something It was so caliber. fire. And, like, they literally, like, like, that trailer, they actually, like, replicated avid children from, like, the top to the end. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what shocked me. It's, like, the trailer, I'm gonna, I, I said this on Twitter, tw Twitter, Jesus, Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I'll say it on Twitter. But on Twitter, like, mm -hmm. I basically said this is, like, the best character you can add, the best soundtrack on top of that, and because it's like a Square Enix thing, you know they're gonna have CGI trailers on deck, because this is the first time we ever get to see a legitimate trailer with both, like, you know, not just Sephiroth, but Cloud. Because when Cloud was introduced, like, back in 4, when they did DLC reveals, it was only, like, in-game stuff. It wasn't, like, as, you know, creatively well-made and, like, there wasn't a lot of production behind these trailers, but this is literally like an Advent Children scene, essentially. Like, you know, from Mario getting stabbed, then he's gone, and then we just get this <laughs> fight breakout between them. I'm like, yo, what is happening? I'm literally watching, like, the sequel or some shit. What is going on? Oh my god. Literally, like, Final Fantasy VII is gonna keep fucking popping the fuck off for uh, the Final Fantasy series before 16 comes out, so I'm just so happy that it's giving this treatment that it well like it really deserves oh my god yeah like at this rate i just don't care if this really is the last smash game you guys went out with a bang i feel like and i'm gonna go and say this like i do think this is the last smash game because like why are they going so hard with these characters and like 
How do you top a game like this? You go to Smash 6, then what? Are you able to bring some of these characters back? Like, what could you possibly do? Well, that's the thing, because, like, uh, Sakurai mentioned before that, like, if there is enough demand for another Smash, he will make it, but he really wants to go all out on this one specifically. Because in case that they do make the decision of making another Smash, there will not be another opportunity like this ever again. But it's like, okay, you say this, though, but it's like, this should be your last. I'm sorry, but this should be your last. And if there's, like, a newer newer console that just happens to, like, you know, get released that's, like, better than Nintendo Switch or, like, you know, that's supposed to be, like, you know, the higher gen and such, just fucking port that bitch or remaster it. That's all. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's yeah. it. Nobody will complain after that. Like, if you were to... So, Street Fighter kind of does this, too. Like, I mean, obviously, they're not going to do it now because, like, at this rate, we're expecting Street Fighter Six. But, like, beforehand, when they came out with the base game, it was just Street Fighter Five. And then, as they went up throughout, like, years, now we have Champion Edition, which includes everything for base price. I think it's supposed to be, like, $60 or $40 um, for that game, at ba like, with everything included. And I feel like they might do something similar with Ultimate, whether they port it to a newer console, because I feel like there's a Switch Pro coming out, or if they do it with, like, a completely new console that comes out, or if they just do it here on the Switch, like, maybe at the end of the second character pack and the final one, they say, like, Okay, these are all the characters. Now we're going to release a version of the game called Ultimate Complete or, you know, something like that. Um, where they include, like, all the characters, all the stages, all of the downloadable content that you could get. Maybe minus, like, the costumes and stuff, but still, like, if that's a thing that they come out with, ooh, that would be insane. And, like, I'm pretty sure it would get a art box rework, like, with everything included. It'd be so crazy. You know what would have been so funny? what taking okay let's put it this way let's say that they do make a remaster okay and i want to base this off with sephiroth's trailer specifically and the lore of smash ultimate because there's a little lore it's not exactly crazy as a uh, subspace emissary mm -hmm. but let's just take this okay so we have this like we have all the smash ultimate characters that went out of their fucking ways to like revive everyone the same way of how they did in the first story they pretty much did it again in the second story just so they could take down the galim of light and the galim of darkness i forgot what the actual proper term for that guy was but you know you get my point there was two boss fights that turned into one big boss fight later exactly yeah. all, all for that shit to be shut down so fast with one single hit by Sephiroth. I would love it if we get a little bit of an update with that and we just all fight Sephiroth. <laughs> Dude, yeah. No, I had this discussion with a friend of mine saying, like, it would be great if, like, after they do, like, you know, let's say they're done with characters. They don't want to design any more characters. They don't want more stages, yada, yada, yada. It would be so sick if they gave us, like, bonus content for World of Light. Like, you know, whether we're all fighting Sephiroth or if there's, like, a new villain, like, I, because I actually genuinely, like, kind of enjoyed World of Light, despite some of the, you know, the bullshit fights here and there, like, it was really cool being able to fight, like, you know, Dracula from Castlevania, Marks from Kirby, and then you get to fight, like, you know, some fake characters that are represented by, like, you know, like, current characters in our game, like, Ryu is, like, you know, Dark Ryu or something, like, yada, 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 like, that would be so sick if they continued that and made like a second DLC pack, whether it's paid or not. I mean, I would play it, but like, I would love more content in the 
um, World of Light stuff. And, you know, like I said, have Sephiroth as the final boss because, um, I mean, that bitch literally single-handedly took down Galeed like it was nothing. <laughs> he did. He literally sliced him in half and then his theme plays. And he's just like, okay, I'm here. Hi. The cloud's like, this motherfucker again. Oh, my God. I thought I got away from you, bro. <laughs> this bitch. I'm so tired of your fucking spotlight. I can't, I can't catch a break here. Dude, I wish that Sephiroth had said something along the lines of no matter what universe you're in, I will always be there. Oh my god. That would have, uh, honestly, I would have preferred that than, than the whole me uh, memory bullshit. Yeah, because then, you know, like, it causes the stretch that I introduced. <laughs> oh like, it would be so god. funny if he was just like, like, no matter... I don't know. What would Cloud say? He, he would say something along the lines of, like, why can't I escape you? And he just says, no matter what universe you go into, I will always be there with you. Like, it's kind of like a like a partnership, but it's, like, really fucked up. Mm. Always trailing behind him. Like, oh, that would have been so sick if he said that instead. There's another thing that I want to bring up in this trailer specifically that, like, I am surprised nobody was talking about because I'm just like, what? Why are y'all giving attention to fucking this character? Give attention to this character here, okay? Like, <sighs> okay, so I'm surprised nobody gave this spotlight or like any. Like, there has not been a single discussion of this because they bothered the shit out of me. I don't know why people are like giving attention to this character specifically. Give attention to this character, okay? So in the trailer, everyone was just like, "Oh my god!" Like we see Banjo, we see Banjo in a Smash CG trailer. No, stop! This is the first Smash trailer that we've ever seen Cloud in the CG, a CG Smash trailer. He has never been in any other fucking trailers except if it's in game model. This is the first one with CG. Why mm -hmm. was nobody talking about that? Fuck Banjo. There's Cloud there. Advent Children Cloud. Stop. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it was actually, like, kind of talked about, I think, for the most part. It wasn't until, like, pretty much today. But there is this... Maybe I can introduce the second stretch of this episode, but someone came out with this funny-ass Twitter thread. Um, kind of like comparing characters that were portrayed in this trailer, like kind of like parallels. So like, Hero was probably Zack. It, it lists here as follows. Hero was probably Zack. Samus was Barrett. Rector was Vincent. Zelda was Aerith. Mewtwo was possibly Jenova, just based off of bio-experiment vibes. Banjo was Kate Sith. Inkling? No idea what the fuck they were doing in that trailer, just wooming all over the place. Sonic was red, Greninja was Yuffie, and then Bale was Tifa. Which, that is a stretch, but, like, if that's true, that's kind of sick. Because they were portrayed in, like, kind of cool ways. Because, like, Jenova was next to Aerith, and then Banjo and Sonic were kind of next to each other, too. And then when um, Greninja and Bale appeared, like, right behind Sephiroth before they both got slashed, like, they just kind of appeared out of thin air. Man, oh, that, so sick. I'm not gonna lie, like... I, of course, everybody was gonna get body, but it was kind of funny that, I, like, Bayonetta, like, you know, the fucking bitch that is, like, the godmaster of fucking witch time literally got decimated by Sephiroth on that. That shit was fucking cool. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the number one part. By the way, that tweet was by uh, Bulba Mike on Twitter. You can thank, y'all can thank him for that comparison. That mm -hmm. was pretty funny. But the best part of the trailer. And this has happened 
a couple of times in different reveals. Thank God for it. Because fuck this character. Mario dies. <laughs> sort of, not really. But, like, that's still... I love when Smash just, like, breaks expectations. Like, you would expect these trailers to be, like, kid-friendly because it's Nintendo and it's an E10-rated game, which technically, I mean, I would go as far to say now, this game is rated T for T now with some of the characters that are in the game, but it is so, so funny to me how they always try to kill Mario or hurt him. It is hilarious, and it's so well-deserved because, like, if you play the game, like, fuck Mario, bro, I hate it, but... It's just so funny, like, they always do this to him, and, like, that scene in particular was the most shocking. It almost looked like, like, at least, like, a quarter of the blade was just going straight through his fucking body. Yeah, no, I... so funny, which was a parallel that... Yeah, no, literally, I don't want to hear anybody, like, saying, or Nintendo going, oh, yeah, we're family-friendly. Like, no, y'all are going this far to making your fucking trailers. Like, y'all gotta calm the fuck down. (laughs) I know, like, because... Okay, so let's recap. Um, the the three biggest that I can remember right now is, um, and this I'll include Luigi in this, but like, okay, so Mario literally gets stabbed by Ridley, right? And then in the Castlevania trailer, Luigi literally gets killed and is turned into a ghost. Like he literally dies. Like that's not just like a like a like a fake. That he literally died, bro. <laughs> and then yeah. in this one, you know, Sephiroth stabs Mario, and I'm just like. Yo, these trailers are so funny. Like, they're so memorable, too. It's not just, like, you watch the trailer, play the character, never go back to the trailer. Like, I watch these trailers, like, constantly sometimes just to relive the moment. Same. I thought I was aware that I did that as well. (laughs) Just, like, I, you know, even though Cloud's trailer was a little lackluster compared to, like, what we're getting now, like, I just remember, like, I had no idea who this character was, believe it or not. Like, because I'd never played a Final Fantasy game before. I missed out on a lot of classics growing up. So, like, you know, with Smash, this was such a... I always have respect for this game because it introduces me to games that I've never played. But they are considered just, you know, groundbreaking classics. Like, breakthroughs. Like, the breakthroughs of video game history, pretty much. And, like, when Cloud was revealed, like, I remember I was with a group of friends and one of them loved Seven. He was flipping his shit. And that's, like, the most memorable thing for me. And, like, you know, watching him, like, on that stage of Midgar and you can see his model, like, I go back to that just to relive that moment. Like, when you see that they're bringing Limit into the game, when the character actually got revealed, his title card, and, like, the way they built up to it. It's, like, literally every other trailer does that, and it's just so beautiful. And I love going back. They, I gotta give it to them. Like, whoever the fuck is, like, working on the uh, marketing editing team for this shit, like, they're doing a fucking fire job. Like, holy... Like, because it's bringing so much, like, emotion just, like, seeing this all, like, well put together. And, it, it, again, it just... It reminds me, at least, like, as to why I love coming together to watch these trailers and such. Because, like, even though, like, we have our moments of, like, frustrations here and there and such, regardless, like... It does, like, bring some type of, like, great impact towards to all of us. And it keeps getting better, like, with each, like, Smash trailer that comes through for a new character that's supposed to come in for Smash. Yeah, and, like, oh, my God. It's almost getting, like, overwhelming to me. Like, you know, I'm just shocked. Now, this is the biggest shock to me. This is coming before the year ends. Like, it, the trailer ended with December 2020, and I was like, oh, what? 
So we're getting news on the 17th, which is six days from now, which I'm going to be on vacation apparently for that, which is a little depressing, but like, I don't care. I mean, I'm going to watch it like when that shit drops, but like, no matter when this character comes out, like in a deeper sense, I feel like there's some light for 2021. Like, I feel like we just got past the dark of the tunnel. And now we're approaching the light. Cause like, I feel like with a lot of our podcasts this year, they have been very like, kind of depressing what did you say like with my thing that i talked about recently and we talked about like what happened in the, during the summer then we're talking about covid with the lack of episodes and it's like now i feel like we're we're on the home stretch to like peace or something like we're finally getting what we all want we might might start to like look a little better for us now whether it's like you know real life or in like the gaming industry it's like i think we're getting somewhere it, it i feel like i'm being promised something and we're probably going to get it um, I do have to agree with you. The fact that like, um, and that's something that I, I want to talk to you all real quick about this. Uh, anyone that's listening to the podcast and such, like even like with it, I won't say that we did everything perfectly, uh, but to basically the grim times that we have been experiencing, you know, like it, it cause again, like it's heavily affected all of us and such like, you know, we're, we're all are under the same storm essentially, but it was really hard, especially for certain podcast episodes to come out with, like, you know, with this, like, right now, the energy that we have right now, like, it's amazing, huge, and great because of, like, things are finally, like, just now dying down because this entire year has been constant bad news, bad energy, and just, like, there all there's always something coming to our ways and such, and it's just... It, we've never expected some type of like you know waves like this i mean again that that could be in a perspective to anybody else but like literally like it's it's really refreshing to actually see something like you know not like so much toxicity coming out within the news media and such like now we're kind of getting like you know some good news like there will be moments where like there will be some good stuff coming out here and there of like you know of certain things of events or something to get our minds off of though but like it's really difficult to counterattack with like the negative stuff that has taken a huge toll out of everyone and especially with crutches podcast episode with like the recent one like th that was just mostly of the shit that like you know nintendo was pulling but leaving that as it may be it's like you know we're finally calming down just a little bit and hopefully it stays that way and we can like make these make the greater leaps that we've been wanting for so long for all of us so and I hope the rest of you are doing okay, especially with this storm and such. Like, you know, you guys are staying safe and healthy and such. And hopefully, like, you know, for anyone that's, of course, that's listening to this podcast right now that's interested in Smash, like, I hope it has brought some type of spirit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, because, uh, like, I know this character is super hype. And, like, I mean, this this episode has been like nothing but just praise for you know nintendo and sakurai specifically sakurai i want to specify that specifically sakurai for this new character but like i still don't agree with like some of the practices that they go through and like just to summarize it you know if you're not gonna help us don't stop us i'm gonna say right. that because like this community has a future and it's always had a future but it's just a matter of like letting us go and run free it's like letting a bird out of its cage same scenario mm -hmm. there yeah most definitely like, like guys understand this much like you know you're more than welcome to enjoy the content that, that like you know that they can produce so but you know it doesn't mean that like just because that's you know 
like you do that, you're automatically like negating or not even like taking into consideration as to what their actions are and such. There are other ways to go about it to show that, you know, you have this type of disapproval with Nintendo and such, which, you know, obviously there are many methods of people of uh, many people that are working for other methods, I should say, that are trying to ensure that there is some type of resolution to this or like, you know, like we find out what's going on and, you know, hopefully we can have a better future for everyone involved in this, you know? Yeah, I agree. And like, I was actually trying to find this tweet, but like what you mentioned is also something that a friend of mine mentioned. Um, her name is B. And she tweeted this out like sometime yesterday, pretty much saying like, you know, you can in you can still indulge in their products. And like, you don't have to hate them for everything. Like it's, that's just a natural way of business. You know, like your favorite business might, you know, uh, go through some pretty shitty times and like, do things that you might not like but at the end of the day like most of their products are still great they're doing stuff for their customers and their fans and whatnot even if they're not appealing to the competitive scene unfortunately it's like you know at the end of the day they're a, a giant company and probably one of the biggest gaming companies of all time maybe even the biggest like right now i'm not sure but you can still like buy their products and whatnot you know if you want to do something about it like you kind of have to go for their income a little bit if you want to make a change. Like, for example, I mean, if you just want to do this, like, mass, like, canceling of their subscription, I'm not suggesting that, obviously, like, unless something happens. But, like, you know, let's say you don't like Nintendo Online and you think it's pretty poor. And, like, admittedly, yeah, it is. Maybe some people might go out there and cancel their subscriptions. And then it's not just a particular individual, but it's, like, a mass protest of people unsubscribing from Nintendo subscription because they feel that they are not getting the benefits that they deserve. Despite the low price of $20, like, we're still paying for a service and we expect to use our internet to its full power. Like, you know, I'm, I have fiber internet and even with a LAN adapter probably, I'm not going to get something like that. And I still struggle to play against people that are like near my city it's super inconsistent like sometimes i'll be able to play edda with ease and then sometimes i'll play my friend who's literally like 10 minutes away from me and it will just lag constantly like it makes no sense and he also has fiber internet like why is this happening so if people want to make a difference it's like you got to make sure that what you're doing is heard you can't just say something on twitter and then move on from it like something has to be done but like i said before you know you can still indulge in their products and enjoy the company Yes, and that's something that I wanted to say. Like, you know, just everybody, like, when when you think about this, do not, like, have some type of shame towards it. Like, it's it's okay. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, if you get judged by it, then, I mean, again, that, that's on them. Like, you know, they have a whole lot of... They, ha they have to take a good look at them, um, themselves in the mirror for that because they're wasting time for that. So keep that in mind to not feel ashamed of yourself over when you do that. But, you know, to make a difference... There are other ways to go about that, and of course, like, you know, <sighs> there will be some type of way where, you know, you'll be able to force something out of something that you truly want, you know? Nothing yeah. can stay quiet forever. Exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> um, but yes, that being said, um, which, you know, again, like, right now we're having not the shame of enjoying with the inclusion of Sephiroth into Smash so I want to kind of go into a little bit in depth of what we kind of been wanting to talk about for a little bit while this podcast episode now his moveset 
Oh, dude, it's so interesting. Like, so I've been like kind of like rewatching this trailer as we've been talking as well, like just trying to get a feel of like what he might be. And here's a given, like in this game particularly, like if you have a sword or some sort of gimmick um, along with your character, like you're gonna be at least a mid tier, and that's just how it works. Because you know most characters with a sword in this game, maybe with the exclusion of Marth, are like very good characters like i'm pretty sure marth is like considered a mid-tier and i think is like as of right now probably the worst sword character that we have in the game and when you put someone like sephiroth in there who's gonna have the range like it really doesn't matter how slow he is like unless he's like smash for robin slow then it might matter but like that's part of his character like he's slow and precise and there's like a fighting style for him too like you know he really only uses like one hand unless he needs to use two and use his brute force and he does but like um he's gonna have a lot of range and on top of that like <laughs> his little wall cling with like the sword stab was kind of cool too it kind of reminded me of like you know in advent children when um cloud like sticks his blade into the wall and he stands on it oh okay good moment it reminded me of that and i was like oh <gasps> Oh, that's so sick! Like, the his positioning on the wall, like, when he was just kind of, like, holding himself up with his one arm and then he launches off of it was so sick. And, like, some of these certain spells that he has, like, isn't his counter, like, Reflega or, like, a different version of that? I, sure. I, I believe so. It was something similar to the sword, yes. Yeah, like, his base set, because I've, I haven't even gotten into, like, his one-winged angel form, but, like, you know, his his base version looks so sick and the reason i have a lot of hope for this character is because i don't think it's going to be like um cloud but rather kind of like joker in a sense where like you get this really sick boost after a while in the game but you keep it until you die probably which is what i'm hoping for because in cloud like one of the biggest nerfs is that you do lose limit um eventually if you don't use it within a period of time and I guess what this one-winged uh, power-up does is it probably, like, powers up some moves. Maybe he'll unlock, like, different variations. Like, maybe for an example, like, let's say Side B in his normal form. Let's say he were to do, like, a couple of hits. Maybe with what I assume was Side B in the trailer, where he just does, like, a flurry of, like, strong hits. That's um, probably going to be specific to that form. And then whatever that last move that was shown before it like transitioned into a CGI cutscene with like the big explosion, that move looks so sick. I'm so excited for that. I, I, I'm just dying to use this character. What I, and I'm so glad like we have this trend again, the trend, it, like now it's starting again. Like, cause usually like when we have these set of characters, like in the, in their own way, like again, as I mentioned earlier, they are ca catering to like, you know, the proper treatment for the characters um, in terms of the moves and such though. But some characters have some type of reused asset. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Joker is the perfect example of that. I'm not saying this is like this for every character though, but like for certain moves, it's like, okay, it's kind of like the same copy and paste. Obviously like, you know, they tweaked it different to make it more natural to the character and such in some way shape or form but i'm just so glad because again steve he was a number one like you know he was completely fresh and we're having that again for sephiroth as far as what i'm seeing i love it it's completely fresh and it's not something that like we've seen before that's like oh okay well somebody has a similar back air or whatever no 
I love what I'm seeing, and I'm here for it. Yeah, because this looks, like, for the most part, I think this is pretty unique. Like, I don't think a lot of these movesets that he's going to have are borrowed from different characters. Because, like, I hate to say this, but as much as I love Joker, um, and the moves do fit him too, like, some of them are pretty similar. Like, I, it, like his forward air is kind of like a parallel of um, CSF, like, Zero Suit Samus's forward air. His up air is a parallel to, like, Sheik's. But he has his own counter and kind of like his own down air. Um, and back air is pretty similar to, um, I can't put the name on, but it could be kind of like, um, I don't know. It's kind of similar to someone in the game that I remember. But, you know, stuff like that. It's like, I want to see more unique movesets being made. Like, I want this character to feel like he is truly his own and not just like a character model with borrowed assets. Like, he needs to be fresh to me. And that's what Sephiroth is looking like. Like, I don't know any other character that can stab the wall with his sword and literally stand on it to get back up like that's really sick <laughs> and that makes me think that was an ultimate is. flex that was a serious flex like you not only just made like kind of a you know very i don't know if it was intentional or not but like that callback to like i was saying before kind of like where like cloud was on the wall and he was standing on his buster sword but like dude like it looks great it does look like again like he had he has some type type of counter and literally like that wing it is i i believe it's gonna be the equivalent of our sam but it looks like for some things like of course like some moves have been like buffed up but again like you know they're not borrowed assets but it looks like like some part of his moves says actually changes and that's exactly what i wanted to see for this character and i i'm just oh my god and what's even crazy about this because like you know there are many people like well we said this earlier in the podcast like you know it'd be hard to think about this character into you know getting into smash because of like oh well what would they do for the compromise of this like you know the character's size or like you know the character's power level and stuff like that and no, they literally brought Sephiroth's entire goddamn long ass sword. That shit ain't like it. It ain't small. That that is the perfect actual like length of it. So oh no, they're going all out for this. Yeah, and like I'm really curious to see like how he's gonna work in the game. Like what his moveset's gonna be like because I, I mean one thing that's guaranteed for me is that he's gonna be slower than Cloud. Like that should be very obvious because like I said before, his fighting style he prefers to take it slow, but he's a hard hitter. Not like a heavy per se, but like I feel like he is going to be quick, but you might have to be a little precise with him. And for people that prefer that type of playstyle where they they like to be very precise in their movement or like their attacks and whatnot, I feel like this could fit them as a character, maybe taking it slow. Like, sure, he could be a distance demon, but like, you know, it's not like Min Min level where you can literally stretch your arms throughout like more than half of the stage and then you take a lot of control from there and just play really lame. Like, you could do that with Sephiroth, but, like, you know, you have a sword. You're going to have to go in at some point. It's kind of like, you know, Ike, um, Byleth, like, Corrin, like, all these characters. Like, if you have a sword, you're meant to go in. Sure, you could do a little bit of distancing, but, like, you will be in face-to-face -face combat at some point. Yeah, so there is something in the trailer that actually, like, piqued my eye, uh, considering with this sword. Um... I'm not exactly it looked like a recovery. Um, and this kinda was like alarming to me. And I had like it was alarming that I actually had to get into my Smash game uh last night to actually see of like wh where this is going. So I don't know how true this is, 
-hmm. But that motherfucker cut the stage. Now, before you say anything to that, I w of course, a lot of people already brought up the point of like, oh, well, it could be the stage hazard. Here's my thing. I checked that. It's either really well edited because there's a like there's a certain way because I paid attention to the animation. There's a certain way of how the stage splits into two. And for Sephiroth, for when I saw that, it was a clean cut and quick cutway. For this, uh, for the Midgar stage, it kind of like like it slants a little bit from the two, and it, it kind of makes some type. I don't know if the jiggle effect is the right way to say it. But it doesn't like, it doesn't have the same uh, animation cut of what we saw in the trailer, essentially. So it's either well edited, or Sephiroth can fucking actually cut the stages whenever the fuck he wants. Nah, there's no way he could do that. I think that is just pretty well edited because on that actual stage, the, because like, as you know, the stage actually does get cut in half as like part of a stage hazard. I think what was going on there is he probably like somehow got under the middle of the stage did a jump and then that's probably his up air but i will say though that range is pretty sick because we also kind of got a glimpse at what's either his up tilt or his up smash like i mean you kind of have to expect this from sephiroth but the range is is gonna be pretty insane maybe even annoying to deal with but like you're fighting sephiroth like what do you expect like for the for those people that are you know curious about that but going back to the stage cutting thing it's like I've looked over it too because you know when you watch that for the first time you're like um hold on what what are you doing like what is going on if you go to like a certain frame within the trailer like you can see that the stage is already like glowing like kind of fiery hot like as if it's about if, after it's like post cut color um and that's part of the stage like in the middle of its like splitting transformation so I think it was just really well timed like with the cut because as I'm going through here right now, it's like, I'm going frame by frame. Um, if he really could cut the stage, I think there would be a lot more like flashy animations to go along with that. Besides the fact that he cut it, like maybe his sword would also turn like a brightish, like yellow, fiery red, but it doesn't. So it looked like really close though. I will give it that. I know, cause I, I had my eyes wide into that. Cause I'm just like, oh my God, if this motherfucker can do that, He's either gonna get banned, or like the, the entire fucking rule set for the competitive scene is gonna have to change up to something like as grand as that. But dude, literally imagine if you could do that. <laughs> oh my! You know what? I would abuse the shit out of it. I'm like, oh, you think I'm gonna be dead after this? No, no. Let, let, let me just put you in a huge inconvenience. There. Now I split into two. What are you gonna do about it, bitch? Let me just camp you out with my long ass sword. <laughs> Like, literally imagine you ruin someone's advantage by just going under the stage and cutting it. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Oh, and like, it doesn't get repaired until, like, close at the end of the game where, like, you both are about to die, and it's just like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, and, like, another thing I like about this character, because, like, I do like complex, unique characters getting into the game, but it's like, I just want to, like play a pretty simply designed character where it just matters about like their attacks like because the my problem with steve is for me like i did not have the time or energy to like go into like you know when to farm for materials what's the best material at this percentage range when should i do this or that 
block combos to like extend combos and stuff and it's like you know for people that are dedicated to do that they'll push the character farther and also like they'll probably master their no pun intended their craft with the character but i also just kind of like characters like sephiroth that are like you know they're unique it could be a sword fighter true it could be a brawler but like they have their own simple mechanics and then you can just easily start playing the game with him Mm-hmm. um man i'm just I know it I almost you know what's crazy like normally like I would be saying like oh man this looks fan made but no this looks so <laughs> official like I I oh feel my god. I just rub my uh, eyes every time I watch Man this like, like I, I I was talking to my friend I just can't wait for it to come I'm I'm so glad that like I'm actually surprised like, that like they announced facts. him so soon he's still and he's going to most likely going to be released this month I know, like that's see, this is how like I'm telling you when it comes to their preparation with making these characters, I think they are way ahead of themselves. Like, you know, let's say there's a third Same. character pack. You know, for all we know, they could be done with this pack and they're now like in the process of talking about what other characters they can add. Now, granted, I personally highly doubt that they're going to do a third pack. But here's the thing. If it's true that Sakurai wants this game to be the last, and he wants it to like live on like forever, because keep in mind, Smash 4 was like, you know, right before the game came out, we had Mewtwo was announced yeah. as DLC, and that was huge. Like, that was our first ever DLC character, and we had a returning veteran coming back. But the other thing is, like, um, DLC ended pretty much in, like, 2015. Like, it was one pack of characters. And that was it. Then we had, then we just pretty much lived the rest of the game, like, with what we got. So we, we still played it for two years with, you know, the same cast of characters and whatnot. And it's like, you know, this game has, like, almost too much marketing for it to go to waste and just end at a second. And... You know, there's, it's kind of a 50-50 here, like, if they want this game to keep going on, and, you know, they want to keep working on it and get as many characters as possible so, you know, there's not too many people complaining about, like, how the character's not in the game, they're going to do a third pack. Now, the amount they will do, I don't know, will they go back to five, will it be less, will it be six or more, we don't know, but, like, it's just, it's kind of hard to tell if they'll do a third, because, like, keep in mind, these characters take a long time to add, I would assume, like, probably months just for a single character. So the amount of time that there is for, like, preparation, if it's true that they are doing a third pack, they are done with this pack. There is no way, like, you know, they might be adding, like, a couple final touches that are very minor and minuscule, but, like, in terms of getting the character ready, I'm pretty sure they're done. They're probably making the trailers right now, you know, all the editors are in there, like, little CGI boots whipping up some like heat you know some more CGI trailers and they're just getting ready to probably roll this out like for the third character uh pack honestly I think it's because like they probably have the characters done they're just probably just polishing the trailers because I feel like that's where like most of the money is now going to at this point it's like whoa yeah like I I think that too like you know 
I think a lot of time is being put into this game, and I'm really happy about that, because whether you like this game or not, this is by far the biggest crossover in any video game that I've ever seen. Like, with the amount of characters that are being added, like, no other game compares to Smash Brothers, and, like, the IPs that they have acquired for this game is incredibly insane. And, like, on top of that, like, yo, I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast or if it was just you in, like, a DM call, but, like, I pre-ordered that Joker Amiibo, right? You best know that when they announce Sephiroth, I am on that page. I am on that page waiting for that Amiibo, bro. And considering the recent (laughs) quality, considering the recent quality, because I have a couple of Smash 4 Amiibos and I have a couple of Ultimate Amiibos too, the quality has gone up incredibly. Like, I'm looking at my, like, Dark Samus and Incineroar Amiibo, even my Joker Amiibo that's like behind me, like the quality on them is impressively well done. And if you want to consider this, like Sephiroth's Amiibo is going to be fire and it's going to sell out and I'm going to acquire one, whether you like it or not. Oh, but I, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Like, nope, that, that's already my reserve 20, but the fact that it's at for a cheap price too. Yeah, like, dude, and the cool thing is, there are certain characters that are rare, but like amiibo rarity is not as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as like up to date as it was before. Like because in Smash 4, amiibos were like pretty rare. Like there were certain amiibos that like you just could not buy unless you went to like Play Asia, eBay, or like wherever. But nowadays, like every now and then, I'll see a King K rule in the store still, or like a snake. Um, the only ones that I don't really get to see a lot of is, like, Wolf and Ridley and, like, some of those other characters. But, like, I've seen, like, a a decent number of, like, you know, popular characters that are still in the stores. And I feel like the rarity of them has gone down a little bit. But I think it will start to pick up now with, like, this game. I don't know what it's looking like for, like, Joker. Like, I don't know if his amiibo is completely sold out and, like, overpriced or whatever, but... Like, you can bet your ass I'm on Sephiroth, because if Cloud sold out the way that he did back in 4, like, Sephiroth is gonna be worse. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> so get your hands on that. Oh, uh, yeah, I- I'm gonna have to be ready on that shit, Dave. Frame 1. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, God, I actually just totally forgot all about that until you mentioned that. I'm like, oh, crap, that's right, they're doing an amiibo of that shit, that's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah. Um... That being said, um, we're gonna have to just base essentially look forward to uh, next week, the 17th. Uh, and thank goodness, oh yeah, I just want to mention this. Um, for those of you that do not know the time for this direct, for the first time ever in a long time, they're not having in the crack ass of dawn. Wait, what time is it at? Uh, five o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock uh, Pacific. <gasps> so it's not gonna be like we don't have to wake up early, 7 a.m. for this shit. Yo, they really are gamers. They know about the gamer hours now. Oh, thank God. Finally. Dude, it is, like, really annoying having to, like, deal with that time difference. Because I get it, you know, like, Nintendo also caters to their hometown and, like, you know, Japan. And they also cater to us and, like, other places in the world. But, like, bro, that was so annoying to wake up at, like early-ass hours. Earlier for you, actually. Like, it was, like, 7 a.m. for y'all, but 10 10 a.m. for us, but, like, still, like, you know, I don't operate on an early morning schedule, and typically what I did with these type of directs was 
uh, a friend would just send me the, a link or like a raw file and then I would watch on my own without getting spoiled. But like now I can finally actually be there and witness it. Right. Yeah, no, it's actually like reassuring that they're doing this and hopefully they keep that up. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to see of like what set, like what type of power Sephiroth is packing for this. Um, which it does want, like, uh, like that, that pretty much brings me to my next point. Uh, really? Uh, cause I, I think I'm done talking about like with everything with the hype for Sephiroth. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much got everything off of my chest. Okay, so there's one thing that I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, we kind of briefly mentioned this podcast, but, like, I want to, like, reiterate this to, like, the full extent. Maybe I did not. I'm Right now, I'm just... I'm going crazy because fucking except for the smash! Okay, sorry. Anyways. Um. Um. So... What does this mean? What does Sephiroth mean to be in Smash? Well, I don't know if you all fucking remember this, though, but I remember this shit clear as day. Sakurai said the DLC characters that were going to be included into Smash Ultimate were going to be characters that are going to be coming from new series. So, like, whatever they had in their Smash Ultimate list before the DLC characters came in, and Piranha Plant as an exception, obviously, they're going to be completely new. So, no another Xenoblade character, no new other Pokemon character and stuff like that. I was colored under the impression that everything was going to be new. So, which, you know, we have Joker from, you know, from Persona. There's no Persona character. Uh, we have uh, a Dragon Quest character, Hero, which, you know, the first Dragon Quest. Uh, another Square rep, but, you know, again, just, just series. Not representative from the companies. Series. And then we have third, Banjo and Kazooie. You know, there's no other character that came from his game. Um, and then we have Byleth, which to an extent, I, I you know, I was kind of raising my eyebrow. I'm like, okay, well, technically this is the first from uh, Three Houses. So it's like, oh, okay, I, I guess. Uh, you also have Terry, King of Fighters, you know, I you, first from his game as well. Then you get into the second pack. You have ARMS. There's no ARMS character. And then you have the Minecraft character. Nobody from the Minecraft series in Smash up until now. And now we are sitting here. I feel like we were lied to. I mean, obviously for good marketing, good reasons for it though. We now have another Final Fantasy VII character representative when we already have Cloud. And this is when I was dying my heart. Like literally after for what, was hap what happened to Cloud, getting out the proper treatment, you know. I was like, all right, well, fuck, it is what it is at this point. But they they, they they brought another seven character, Final Fantasy. So whatever they fucking said about not bringing about new characters, no, I'm disregarding that shit now. Because I, I should have seen this shit coming from Fire Emblem when they brought Violet. I should have seen that frame one. But I was like, okay, but I kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt because I was taking into consideration to what was being said. Now I see this, and I'm like, no. I would not doubt if I see another Persona character, for example, that could come out of this. For example, like, um, let's, let, let's, let's go back to Persona because, like, you know, again, it's my fucking game. It's my territory. Any, but anywho, um, you have all the fan of thieves, except for one and two, if you want to count Royal. So if they want to give the Royal treatment, obviously they could give the, um, the treatment to Kasumi Yoshizawa. 
But if they don't, I'm just saying they could obviously give that slot to the Pancake King. And they could come up with something fucking crazy for the fucking Pancake King. I'm not gonna name who if you have not played Persona 5 yet. But all I'm gonna say is that he's known as the Pancake King. And we stand. We fucking stand him. And literally, like, because again, like, it looks like that they're, like, again, there could be another Pokemon character, even though they said otherwise. There could be another one of this. You see what I'm saying with this? They, literally, the possibilities are now becoming endless again. <laughs> yeah, like, because <laughs> I go back to it again, like, it's really unpredictable, like, who they can add. And, like, on top of that, like, I want, I want to mention this, too, like, Another important factor in these character additions is the me costume fighters because now, holy shit, I, this would be fucking nuts on the 17th at, you know, 5 p.m. or like whenever that direct is coming to us um, in my time zone, you know, they finish... They wrap up the Sephiroth showcase. They they either release it right after the direct or they give us a date specifically. They go to the me costume section and Jonesy from Fortnite and Sora are me costumes. <laughs> oh my god, you did not just say that. <gasps> Dude, imagine. Oh my god. Imagine if that's what they did to Sora. Like... <laughs> they made him a me costume. You know how many people would literally lose it? Like, whether you're laughing or you're angry, you're gonna lose it, bro. <laughs> and imagine, like, the only song we get is, like, the, like, Dearly Beloved from, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 or something. That's crazy! <laughs> <laughs> imagine how fucked up oh that would my be. Oh my god, that's right, yeah, because they're gonna be doing another set of that. Oh my god, what are they doing? What are they doing? Oh my god. Yeah, I know, like, <sighs> dude, like, because every me costume, because, like, you know, back then in 4, like, I think they recognized, like, everyone just did not give a shit. Because, like, really, it's just a costume on top of, like, a character. Now, yeah, I I'm kind of interested in a particular character. I don't know, here's the thing, though, like, I don't know why they would be added as a, as a character, because... It comes from a game where, like, he doesn't really get a lot of shining light in, which I'm talking about Gino from the Mario RPG series. This is a ah. long time, like, wanted character for some reason. Can't tell you why. But in Smash 4, he was a me costume. So basically, deconfirmed for the game. And I want to say this too, but similarly, Inkling and K. Rool were also costumes in 4, and we have yet to see Gino. Which I'm thinking, like, you know, there's two possibilities. One, this could be the direct that confirms whether we get him or not. Because I want to go back to your point that says we are going to be adding more characters from different series. Now, despite the fact that they've kind of, like, not fully promised us that, like, because, you know, they brought back Sephiroth, um, and then they also brought back um, Byleth, like, because those are from series that we already have in the game, and they are technically new characters. But there's still some characters that do get representation from different series, and we have not seen a Geno costume yet. And I want to say this too, this is essentially going to be a Square Enix themed direct. Because if you think about it, like... Oh, that's right! Yeah, because if you think about it, like, 
This is also a high possibility. We could get a Tifa Barrett costume as well. Um, whether it's like, you know, fully decked out like Sans or if it's just like a, you know, like a hat and a head, but you can still see the face. Like, we're gonna get that at some point, which leads me to believe like, because you know how they always have that one, that one big me costume reveal that's like, you know, fully closed down. It looks like its own model. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. I didn't realize that till you said that. It could Fuck. be Gino, dude. They they could either deconfirm it here, or they can add someone else, which then leads me to believe that Gino is gonna be in Smash at some point, probably. Because why the fuck would you not make it a costume? That's so obvious to do right now. Like it's Mario RPG, it's Square Enix owned or originally was at least. I don't know if it still is, but and it's Gino. You added him as a costume last time, but look what happened to K. Rool in England. Like. There's patterns. You're right. No, you are absolutely right. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh. Uh, uh, everyone's gonna feel some type of way after next week. Oh fuck. Oh god. I literally. I. I was so blindsided of the hype of Sephiroth. I like. I forgot about the whole amiibo thing until you. You know. You brought that back up. And now the me costumes that you know. We're now having some type of emotional attachment to, to a huge extent, as if another Smash Fighter is about to be revealed. Oh, fuck my life. Yeah, so I'm curious, because, okay. like, okay, so the biggest me costumes that we have right now that I can think of are, it would be Sans, Cuphead, and then there's one more, but, like, for some reason, I I literally just forgot, but like it, it's another big big-ish one. Um, oh Jesus, who is it? It's freaking um, the Fallout Boy. Yes, 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 the Fallout Boy. That, that's the other yeah. one I was thinking of. They call them like something else. I don't really care, but like. Oh, Vault Boy. That's what it was. Vault Never mind. Oops. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got it. I mean, you figured it out before I did, but like, yeah, like. Yeah. Like basically, we're getting another big me costume now. You know, <laughs> it'd be kind of sick if we got like a full body of like either Barrett or Tifa, but they will more than likely probably be their own new costume characters because they're going to also relate to the series that the new character comes from. So like, you know, why would you do that? But at the same time, like, because damn, what could you possibly add now? God damn. They're gonna, they're gonna keep going with this shit, man. Oh my god. They're gonna go hand. It's hard for my, yeah, no, it's hard for my, even for my head to wrap around all this now. Whew. Okay, no, they have, they have to talk. No, no, I mean, there's Gino, but I, I'm kind of hoping for some type of Kingdom Hearts talking to this, but just a little bit with the beef. Now, the only reason I would see, I would actually like Sora as a me costume because at least you kind of confirm it for some people that there is some sort of representation there. But, you know, like, at the same time, like, ugh, that would, that would still cause a lot of controversy. But, you know, the thing is, is you add him as a me costume and not a character because with the character, we're promised many things like we are promised a stage in music in you know we live in a time right now where music is uh is quite valuable and also uh can either bring um, a 
a lot of luck or a lot of bad luck to like Twitch channels. So like, you know, let's say you're in finals and there's a sword that makes it and then he counterpicks to like Omega, like, I don't know, fucking like <laughs> Omega, like whatever stage from Kingdom Hearts they decided to use. And then the music Jesus. plays and they get DMCA'd. Like, that would be bad. Oh, God. And knowing of how everyone is, like, you know, how Twitch and, like, basically how copyright is becoming a little bit more stingy. It's like, oh, God, we can't even stream at all at this point. Uh. Yeah. You know what I just realized? Hmm. Uh, For the meat costumes, you brought up Tifa and Barrett. What if they used their polygons from the actual original <gasps> game as the costume? That would be perfect. That would have been like the, the you know the icing on the cake if they did that rather than like trying to replicate from remake. That would be awesome, dude. That would be so sick. I would love that. Oh mm -hmm. my god, that would be so high. And they can make it work. They could because you know you could condense them to a size that works for me's because if you use like their actual models from like remake, it wouldn't make sense and they would just look out of place. But like. The, mo the polygon models make so much sense and that'd be so cute. Or like they could do like Aerith. Oh my god. That'd be so Yeah, that's funny. what I'm saying. Like they're gonna give it the proper treatment if, if like, oh god. I swear, if I predicted this for next week, y'all heard, heard me what I said here. <laughs> Essentially, we're getting at that Sephiroth just saved Final Fantasy's inclusion in Smash. Like, they're, yeah. he's getting us what we deserve now. Literally, not just them updating the game with new content, but them adding this character now has just given me hope that, like, we're gonna get more than, uh, than what we got before, and I'm, I'm all about it. Speaking of treatment, I almost forgot about this, but there's one more thing that I actually wanted to bring up before we end this podcast. Yeah. Um... I don't know of how much they're doing this, but Cloud is getting a Final Smash update. Oh, so this, I wanted to talk about that, but I completely forgot about that with what we've been discussing already. Like, yeah, it's so cool because, so if you guys kind of remember this, like there's like a couple Easter eggs in this game, like between Pit on his, um, on that Palutena's temple stage where like he has that like random dialogue and stuff. And then there's also, um, Fox, I think Fox and Falco have different victory lines for each other. Like it's directed toward each other. So I'm thinking like, you know, on top of this final smash, cause I'm pretty sure Cloud's new final smash is only based around Sephiroth, but maybe like in the victory screen and whatnot, they might have lines for each other now. That would be so cool. The, the, the Smash, like, you know, finally being updated. Like, Cloud's getting some type of treat. He better get buffed with this one, too. I'm just saying. But um, that type of treatment and, like, you know, having the victory lines with one another. Oh, my God. And this is exactly what, I, like, I wanted to bring up, too, uh, when I was talking about, like, any character could get in and such, especially for, like, the reoccurring um, series. Like, if, like, okay. If they update... Advent Children Cloud with Omni Slash uh, Level 5. I believe that's what it was yeah, since he had five. the other... Uh, yeah, version 5. There you go. With the other sword. 
they could literally update some other characters that like literally again like I'm I'm gonna go, go back to my game real quick. I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna shut the fuck up about my game. Persona 5, they could update the soundtrack list with you know with the royal such. Some other characters could have like more soundtracks in the list. Like, you know, why not update it with that, you know? Cause that's pretty big, uh, like a huge leap from a final smash, and like you know we're getting more songs from it and such. Like it's a really like weird um, makeover update, but it makes sense, especially for that. So it's like, wh- why not take advantage out of that? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's honestly, if what's going to happen is true, I think this is better than just getting the update already from the get go. Because had we gotten more songs. I don't think Sephiroth would actually be in this game. I know that sounds like a stretch there, but like, I mean, really, if you think about it, like Sephiroth is the key to expanding Final Fantasy content because now we have a whole new stage. It's not even that like he gets added from a previous series and then he just kind of has like, okay, oh, we already have Midgar, so he can play on that. Like, no, we literally have a new stage. And I think that is so crazy. So I genuinely believe like, you know, if you go out of your way to add a new stage, you definitely went out of your way to add more music. There's no way. There's no way you exactly. just did stage. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, like, th- there should be, like, more t- treatment for this because, like, Sm- Smash Ultimate has, like, a huge-ass fucking soundtrack list. Why not update some more with that? Like, you know, because it's like, why not? Yeah. Fuck. That just like see that that just gave me like the shining light of hope. I'm like, please give this type of hope to other like characters. Please do that. Like it, it like even if you're not gonna release another Smash character or whatever, it'd be nice to have some type of regular updates to it just because then you guys can make that type of small deal, you know? Yeah. Fuck. Whew. I'm so <sighs> oh excited God. for I, this I, update same like i I, I don't give a fuck about what the patch notes are because i'm all about to be sephiroth and especially do like what we could do with the characters now and it's just just sephiroth that and and whatever me fighters i'm excited for next week you know we're in a phase right now with smash where it's like okay so this is patch 10.0 like this is our first double digit patch i think that smash has like ever gotten because i'm pretty sure the farthest we got in Oh my god, I think the farthest we got in 4 was like 7 or 8. I could be mistaken, maybe we did hit a double digit, but I I swear I don't remember we did, but like, you know, in terms of patch notes, like, something I want to see is adjustments to core mechanics. Like, I'm telling you, dude, if there's a way to revert the whole, like, you can't walk past your opponent's thing, like, if they undid that change, that is a small but huge change in the metagame, because... It's one thing to buff and nerf characters, but the thing about buffing and nerfing characters is you have to do substantial damage or give them a lot of buffs to make it a, to make a difference in the meta. The thing with core mechanics though, and they kind of did this in 4 with like shields and whatnot, if they were to somehow like tweak that a bit, like I don't I don't know what I would fix specifically, but like I I would hope you can go past your opponents just for for the sake of like so I can fucking grab people because sometimes I literally whiff grabs because of the fact that like I'm being pushed back. If there is any way that they undo that and then maybe make some like other minor adjustments that I'm not thinking of right now, like this could be huge. Like I think if you're this is like the patch to to do something big on. Like you know there was 7.0. 8.0 like a lot of characters got fixed up and buffed i think really the only thing that they could do is like 
you know, if they wanted to, they could adjust Joker and make him, like, less of a threat with Arson. Like, if they end up, like, nerfing damage or doing something with him, or if they do something with Sonic, I don't really know, like, what you could possibly do. Or if they fix a character that's just kind of, like, random and buggy, like... This game, for the most part, with characters is pretty well balanced. Now, it's just a matter of like saving the game and messing a little bit with the mechanics like i really hope they do that because this game seriously needs to be touched a little bit on that aspect so um i just want to give you i i wanted to wait till you were finished um i double checked of when was the last smash 4 update you're gonna be surprised on the number because you were way off what wait what was it it was it was 1.1.7. I forgot that's how they did it. Oh yeah. my god, I forgot that's how they did it. It was so low. And looking at the list here, there ain't that much. There was Dude. not that many updates for Smash 4. Like, we're, we're, we're only like a couple years into Smash Ultimate, and we've had more updates than Smash 4 already. Yeah, no, because, okay, so... I remember now that's how they did it. Like they didn't really do it off of full numbers because now we kind of have a like a patch set that makes sense because like typically here's how it goes. Your first main number. So let's say this is 10.0.0. This is what we're going into. 10.0. That number, that first leading number is an indicator of new content, which could include like character, stage, music, me, costumes. Like it's the next chapter in Smash. The second digit which is in the middle let's say that's 10.1 i'm pretty sure this adjusts like you know it could adjust like core mechanics so maybe it won't be immediately in here but if we were to get like a 10.1 and they somehow you know like buffed or nerfed characters they adjusted sephiroth if something was wrong with him if they fixed core mechanics like i'm gonna say for like the 17th billionth time they're gonna do it there but the last number now let's say if it's like 10.1.1 is mainly like bug fixes so i think they kind of did it weird this time they did it like 10.1 or um 9.1 i think or 9.2 or something like that when they were fixing um like very very minuscule changes like it wasn't anything major it was just like fixing bugs and glitches that like steve had because like that's a new character and like the mechanics are so new that obviously you're gonna run into bugs but like that's pretty much like the consistent number lineup that we have because in in Smash 4, it was just like, you prayed for each patch. No matter if it was like, oh, we have a little patch coming out tonight. People were like, oh my god, please fix this and that. Like, now we have an actual time frame and like, you know, we can expect certain things out of like each patch that comes. So with characters, I think it's going to be more specific just to adding Sephiroth in there. Maybe adjusting some characters and whatnot if they end up doing that. Whether we get some nerfs or whatnot. Like, I just want this iteration of the game this 10.0 patch whether it goes to 10.2 or whatever the fuck i want there to be significant changes and i want them to be good changes seriously yeah you are spin i agree with you yeah <laughs> <He's spinning>. uh, <laughs> honestly because like uh, like you're bringing sephiroth I'm just saying, you you can't just, like, do that and then the rest be, like, minuscule. Like, there's gonna have to be some type of, like, great changes to it as well. And hopefully, like, it could actually, like, bring... It's bringing something fresh and new to the table and it should be treated as such to the rest of the atmosphere of Smash Ultimate. Yeah. I, I am so excited for this patch because, like, 
I'm telling you, I said it earlier, there is light at the end of the tunnel. This game is in a very dry state, and really, it's just because of the pandemic, bro. Like, if we had tournaments, this game would still be popping. But, you know, due to Nintendo Online and, like, a lack of tournaments and there's not a lot of competition, it's a very stale game for a lot of competitors. Even casuals, not... Now, casuals are still playing the game at, like, a similar level, but, like, really, for competitors, like, it is... It is a struggle. So if this is the patch to turn it around and we somehow get out of this pandemic and we go back to playing at events, like I am so pumped for what is going to happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, honestly, like at this point of time, like I, I feel like like when this pandemic is over and such, like especially for how many characters it has been released uh, after the pandemic and such, like, I, I, there's going to be a lot of talk and such, and it's, it's going to feel so different in many ways. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that, really, because, like, it's like what you said, like, right now everything is stale, though, but I just cannot, like, when this is truly over, I can't wait for how everyone's going to, like, you know, be with each other again with, like, the competitive scene and, like, how characters are going to be, like, totally different, because I feel like even right now, like, everything that's happening over, like, online, it's going to, like... There's going to be a lot of changes going on, and it's going to be so constant until we finally settle for something as characters are still being revealed over time. Yeah, like, I really hope this is the patch where they do a lot of work on. Like, I know that they're adding characters and whatnot, but, like, I seriously hope they fuck around with the mechanics just even a little bit. Like, just please do something that would maybe make the game a little more interesting and less like because between four and ultimate something that i noticed a lot is like there's not really a lot of neutral interaction but it's just super mashy and i don't really know how you could fix that because it's not necessarily the mechanics that are doing that but it's also like the characters themselves and their move sets like you know mario for example has a lot of safe moves so you can just kind of throw shit out and that promotes mashing but i feel like there's also mechanics that do that as well so i'm just hoping that like if they end up fucking around with the, with the mechanics, they recognize like core issues with the game that people have and then somehow find a fix around to that or like do a test patch and see how it goes. Like I am looking forward to the patch notes and if I barely see anything on there, I'm hoping there's a 10.1. Oh my God. I'm just, <laughs> if, if there isn't, then well, you already know what's going to happen on the next podcast episode when we talk about smash. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna be like, uh, the heck, where's my pitch? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but okay, I, I, I literally just had to take a moment to like really think about everything. I think I'm good on everything on my side for this entire podcast. What I have to say for like Sephiroth, the stage, the music, and everything, the treatments, and the possibilities of the future and such. How about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much done on my end, but I just want to mention like. You know, it's been kind of dry with these couple patches, like with Min Min and Steve, you know, despite Steve's inclusion being huge, like gameplay wise and um, contributing to the meta, like not a lot has really happened. And it's really just catered to like specific fans of those characters. So I hope that this is the big the big 10 patch. I hope that whatever happens from here. Um, there's going to be some changes, some good ones specifically. Like, I, I really hope this fixes some of the issues Ultimate has. And I, I'm actually, like, so excited for this patch. I haven't been this excited for Smash in a long time. Like, 
it literally got me on elite smash just to like quit the game after losing to some spammy ass luigi but like i'm not gonna talk about that but like other than that like oh my god the future of this game is so bright and i hope i'm correct and that's really all i have to say Alrighty, well then, <laughs> I guess that's indeed good news to hear all this then, especially for Sephiroth being displayed and such. So, uh, I guess my, my, my final message to this is, uh, well, uh, two things. One, I sincerely hope I do not have to put a thumbnail for the podcast, uh, a Fortnite character, because I don't want that. I am not putting out, like, it, it was already big that I already had to put a Minecraft character, which, you know, ultimately at the end, I did not mind. But a Fortnite character on my goddamn podcast, no. Uh-uh. I don't want to, I am not, like, literally, I'm going to say this right now. If this guy gets revealed as the next Smash Fighter, I'm literally just going to put just, just a complete black. That's it. You'll, you'll see you'll literally see the graphic It'll, you will literally see the graphic with the title but i'm not putting the character about no uh-uh i'm not doing that that is going to express how i feel of fortnite being included in the smash into that aspect that's all you're gonna get from me you gotta okay you gotta click like, it's that not happening too. you have to clickbait that shit too bro just <laughs> literally make it like a youtube thumbnail where it just says like i can't believe this that's all it just says <laughs> No, you know no, uh, like particles or you know glitter or like whatever effects that you might add onto it. It's just I can't believe this. I'm, I'm doing that. You know what? Thank you, thank you for the suggestion. <laughs> I'm doing that. No, yeah, disregard what the fuck I just said about like you know having the like this the the half graphic of me and Crush. No, it's gonna be that now. That's perfect because I am not putting that shit on the goddamn podcast Twitter account. Fuck out of here for that shit. <laughs> Literally just blacklisting no. his name, just like. In the tweet, say, yeah, Crunch and I talk about the, uh, the new, the new character, so we're gonna be, we're gonna talk about it. It. Mm, yeah, the, the new character, that's it. No, no, I am not putting anywhere near that, no. <gasps> so that's all I have to say for my first point. And my second point, um, if this is truly the last, uh, pack for Smash Ultimate, Hey, Sora fans, how you looking down there? You, 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 you kind of looking, kind of worried. You, you kind of worried right now, you know? And I, I kind of feel, I, I'm not going to lie. I almost feel sorry for you guys, you know? Like, I do, like, don't, like, trust me. Like, there is some sympathy that I do have with you guys as a veteran of the Kingdom Hearts series. Believe me when I say this, you know? But, um... You guys got three chances left. Yo, you better be careful and before you get some more flack on your fleets. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. It, you know what? Like I said, if, if they want to run the fade, they can catch me with my long ass sword <laughs> with Sephiroth. They can <laughs> they they, they, like the fight me. Yo. <laughs> we can run the fade on the Smash Ultimate. We are literally going to that new stage. And if y'all, if y'all are mad as hell, uh, again, I have no issues of running it back through on that stage. But just though I don't fight fair, so good luck. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but anywho, um, yeah, good luck, guys. Um we will see. Okay. One more thing, of course. Actually, there is one more thing. Crunch already mentioned this, uh, and uh, obviously, I mentioned this on the Twitter account. Uh, we will be like, 
we kind of are going with a bang with 2020, uh, like pretty much the last month of Storm Connect. So, that being said, we will be going on hiatus pretty much the day after the direct of Sephiroth. So, I just want you all to know that I'm estimating this hiatus is going to be about a couple months or so. I do, I will come back for Ruby 8, uh, for Ruby Volume 8, because they're having their long hiatus, uh, after that week. So, I will have my podcast for the last Ruby chapter before, uh, the hiatus takes place. So, pretty much, I'm taking the hiatus, like, we're taking the hiatus the same time Ruby stops. So, when they resume, I will be back for that. Uh, but worry not, like, again, there will be a lot of things that are still being planned from the behind the scenes and such, though. But, like, we're doing the best of our ability to produce out the content for you guys and all. Uh, and, of course, we're laying them the message of many things. So, uh, just know that, it, like, the hiatus is going to be for quite a while. Like, probably longer than we've ever had for our, our uh, previous hiatuses in the past. So, just keep that in mind. Uh... So hopefully that you guys enjoy with the rest of what we're doing. And on top of that, uh, I hope you also guys um, enjoy the the first ever stream podcast that I'm ever doing uh, with Ruby Volume 8 because I'm not done with my hype because I also have some hype to talk about the recent chapters. So that'll be fun. So if those of you that are listening to this podcast and also are uh, listening to the Ruby stuff, I will see you guys on my Twitch channel, of course. So... Yeah, look um, forward to that. Mm-hmm. We're not done here. <laughs> um, but, yep, that's all going to be for the podcast episode. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave out a five-star rating if you enjoy the podcast. Hit up the Storm Connect uh, Twitter, at Storm Connect EN, or other platforms this podcast is on for the feedback of the show. Uh, and, of course, lastly, our merchandise is also being pulled out soon. Uh, pretty much a few days before Christmas. So I would suggest if you guys want to cop the merchandise, you guys better do that pretty soon because there's no telling of how long it's going to be pulled out for or like, you know, or if it's ever going to come back to the merchandise lineup again. So sorry for the little small time crunch. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's exactly what you guys are working with here. I'm sorry. But again, thank you all so much uh, for the support for that. Really, like it means so much the fact that like, there was actually a considerable amount of people that actually copped the merchandise, which I was really happy about. Yeah, same. So I'm so happy, dude. Thank you guys so much. Mm, thank you guys so much. That that meant so much to me. And I I got like literally I got some pictures from people and such with the merchandise. And I'm like, oh my god, it looks so clean. So shout out to King's Eyes for making this happen for us. Like literally, like I I we definitely owe it to him for this. The goat. So. Mhm. Mm mhm. So, but yeah, this is Edo Ninja. And this is Front. Thank you for your time for listening to this podcast episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and for heaven's sake, stay smart. We will see you guys next time. Take care, everyone.